Welcome back to the Reserves Podcast. Hello, Just Hayden. Hello, Dylan. So, before you get into it, Dylan, yep. I need to set the scene here for our our listeners. Oh, so, no. Kobe, no, Kobe can't explain himself as to why it's only oh, a two-man no. pod. Oh, no. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this is Liam McPherson 2.0. Oh, Jesus. We've cut him. All right, so for those that listened last week, uh, his antics, his behaviour on the podcast and his mental fragility just wasn't up to standard. Um, Dylan and I are very strong, mentally mentally strong people. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And uh, Kobe didn't make the cut for this week anyway. So, yeah, yeah, this week. Um, all I'm going to say, Dill, is that we, we try hard. Seven days a week, 24 hours a day and eat, you know, isn't there? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah from what I... And when we all sit down and we go, Sunday morning's probably going to be the best way for us going forward or Sundays. And then a certain individual commits to those Sundays and then pulls out a couple hours before. I think a court needs to be in order. Oh, so you, you, you're lawyering up. Fuck off, I am. He's lawyering up. Yeah, so I'm going to sue his ass. So usually, <laughs> look, usually we sit here and we need a mitigator, like a, someone to sort of look after the pod. Yep. And Kobe does that job well. But mm, he does. This is going to be very content heavy. Yeah. And for the listeners that don't like it and just want pure sport, pure sport you're going to get. Yeah, today's your day. Yeah. All right, we're going to start with the people's voice. There are a couple of things on here um, that I will leave for next week because I actually wouldn't mind Kobe, Kobe actually having a bit of input. <laughs> no, like wouldn't. he should fucking be here. I actually wouldn't mind him, so I'm going to leave a couple. Uh, before I do um, the people's voice, I've been we have been told I'm going to take over one of Kobe's old roles, a oh. shout out. Okay, so we're yep. giving a personal shout-out to Chris Vescovo. Oh, yes, we are. So we, we, sure we, are. we heard during the week that he was just a big fan of the pod, loved the yep. fellas. I've never actually met him. Chris is a good fella. I've never yep. met him myself. Um, interacts sometimes on the socials, but yep. hearing that he loves the boys, we love you. Would, and the big thing is we would love to hear more from Chris as well. Absolutely. Like, we want to hear more from everyone, to be honest. Yeah, I'm if we you. had 100 people's voice questions every week, I would... I would list them all. Yeah, I'd I do them all. And we'll just name the pod People's Voice. Yes, correct. Yeah. And, and content can be saved for another time. And Chris is quite witty as well. All right. So I reckon his, uh, his questions actually add a lot of value. Yes, of course. Yeah. All righty. But there, that's a shout out, what do you shout out what do you, to what, Chris. What do you think, Kobe? So, like I said, if you send in a question this week and it doesn't get read out, it will be saved for next week. Yep. So I'm going to start off with Josh Williams. Not much. Uh, sorry, not watch much like you guys, but... Does he mean... So, has he just not written this correctly? No, no, no. So, he goes, not watch much like you guys. <laughs> so, does he mean... Uh, well, that's good. That's, um, yeah, that's Woodward wood nail kind of shit. Does yeah. he mean he hasn't watched much like us? As in, we haven't watched a lot? Or, I haven't watched much <laughs> you're getting, like you guys. You're getting tongue-tied here, because brother. <laughs> because I watched all the Big Bash. <laughs> so, I don't know what he's trying to say. What was the actual question? <laughs> Best under the radar player in the BBL this season. Oh, and fuck. you know what? This Kobe. question, yeah, Kobe wouldn't have been able to answer anyway. No, so it's all right. All so right. he would have sat there and just gone under Kobe. the radar. He would have said Travis Head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not that little mum. Uh, he ended up being in the radar after his semi-final heroics. But Hayden yeah. Kerr, yeah, yeah, he took he could 20, say. 20 plus wickets and a ninety-eight opening the batting. Yeah, under, pretty yeah. under the radar. I personally believe now. I know this man has played international T Twenty a couple games for Australia, but. Dill, if I said, and this is pre-season, if I said Hobart Hurricanes, mm-hmm. the team that I picked to win it, actually, mm-hmm. who would you think of? Dice Short. Who else? Matthew Wade. Okay. You wouldn't have been thinking Ben McDermott, would you? He would have been my next. He would have been the next. Yeah. But when it comes to under the radar, he's not a household name. For those that know cricket, they know him, and he absolutely killed it in the BBL this year. So, for me, under the radar, I'm going to go with Ben McDermott. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, very under the radar... Um, and he almost bottled it. He almost bottled it. Mm. He had one innings to not bottle and he almost did. But Curtis Patterson was a revelation. Yeah, he was. He was fantastic. He's been on the Scorchers list now for two years. Yep. Sort of out of nowhere. He's always mm. been a New South Wales, Sydney boy. Yeah. And then last season came on over to the West. Didn't play. Didn't play a game. Didn't play a game out no. of nowhere. Yep. This season um, opened up with full strength as yeah. well. Yeah. So even when Marsh and Inglis were in, yep. he opened. Yep. And he, he did well. Well, that's the thing. It's like... Um, 
Oh, jeez. We're going to get into it a little bit later, but Patterson, early doors, mate, just set up that platform that we're like, Jesus Christ, we're opening up with Bancroft and, and Patterson. Yeah. Like, Jesus. Is this like Michael, like poor man's Michael Klinger vibes? Like, just yep. going to bat through and be like 60 off 70 maybe? Yeah, I don't know. But he was awesome. He was fantastic. I'm trying to think anyone else. A lot of fill-ins obviously came through. Um, that Rogers both from the Stars had that one good innings. Co- but obviously that didn't put Cobain over from the Strikers. Yeah, he was actually a- played a few innings and yeah. did well. I thought it was Cockbain to be fair. So did I, but we'll go Co just it's, to save it's him. Spelt Cockbain. It is Cock. It's so we'll call him Cockbain. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm trying to think. Anyone else with the ball? Like we've mentioned a few sticks mm, with the ball. Well, my boy Hayden Kerr took 25 yeah. wickets. So hardly bowled. Yeah, hardly bowled, which is an interesting one. But, um, hey, Tymon Mills is pretty good for us Yeah, throughout yeah. the season. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right, That's about it, I reckon. Yeah. yeah, that'll do us, yeah. Um, and then, so before we move on, I'm, I'm going to read this out, and then we're going to roast him. So we've got two more. This one's from True Aussie Blake. Ah, okay. Should Smudge have been allowed to play in the BBL, given other Australian players were allowed? Blake. 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 Two things, Blake. Balaki. Balake. Two things. Number one, why is it relevant that other Australian cricketers were allowed to play? They had signed their contracts. You Just play cricket. Why do you not know that? And I'm going to go in the second part. Now you go second part too. Hit we him. fucking said it last week, Blake. Listen to the pod, Blake. Yeah. So if you... No dramas. It's a fine-edged sort of deal. We want people to ask questions, but be informed. Yeah. <laughs> right? So that's also known as being informed is not being a fuckhead. <laughs> I'm going to go Blake here. Yeah, good. Because he hoses us for our EPL content. Does he? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He believes that it should be done in a better way, which okay. is his right. Okay. Free world. But listen to the pod, mate, if you want to ask some questions. And that was fucking so last week, man. Yep, 100%. <laughs> and then our last one for the day, this one comes from Jacko. So he's saying, and I said I'd do it for him last week. He goes, please select my NFL team. We've got another. We do have another. And he also said, also, I'm coming for you and your family, Dylan. That's in relation to our round one AFL fantasy matchup. Okay. Um, look, I'm not going to watch. I'm going to let my team do the talking. I'd like to see Jackson. Andy Brayshaw, 150, going to let the going yep. to do the talking. Would you, capture, would you put the C on him first game? Uh, Andy Brayshaw? No, definitely no, not. No, good man. Smart. I'm just, NFL team, I'm going to go back at Jackson here now. All right. So your next question next week, Jackson, we need a bit of a description as to what you're looking for. No, 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 no. That, no we need wheel to. spinner. Are you going to go wheel spinner for him? We've done. Th- there's already been two wheel spinners. Okay. Um, Corey Wilson, wheel spinner at Indiana. Rest Indiana. in peace. Hey, Victor Depot, man. I will, <laughs> I will spin at Ferrari. Yep, that's And fair. now he's got no... So now, we're going to see if Jackson has, as they say, cojones. Because if, <laughs> if this lands on the Washington football team, mm. let's see how committed he is to following the Washington football this team. This is the thing, Do I have no faith in this process. Because Why? Jackson White, and he won't have any drama in me saying this, is a front runner. <laughs> well, that's what I'm he saying. Goes, he goes for Chelsea. Yep. All right. He goes for the Tigers. I heard he started supporting the Tigers in 2015. I've heard right. I've heard halfway through the yeah, grand final. Uh, yeah, halftime grand final when yeah. it looked like um, Basha Hooli was going to win the Norm. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, and, you know, all this uh, MO football stuff, apparently he's going to go and play for, like, High Wickham with Lewis Jetta. You know, he's played for some of the big names. All right. Well, so mate, this, is, this is the character tester. I hope it's the Chiefs. It needs this, to be. This is how you <laughs> test someone's character. So, Jackson, here we go. Spin. Spinning, spin, spinning, 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 spinning. Here we go. Spinning, here we, who spinning, we got? Who we got? Who we got? Oh. Okay, don't tell me straight away. Let me break it down. Oh, do you know what team that is? <laughs> got silent. Well, usually. Oh, what's happened? Glitch. Talk to me, deal. Yeah, glitch. Because it's not on the. Oh, glitch. 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 <laughs> glitch. That's a glitch. No, that's all right. I'm, I'm getting the new one up. All right. Okay, we're going again. This we're going really, again. This is real painful. This. Well, I'm sorry. There was a glitch. Kobe would actually have been a bit better here, but... Yeah, he probably would have. Okay. Go again. Okay. Wheel is spinning. Wheel is spinning. Good. Wheel is spinning. What do you got? Oh. AFC, NFC. Go. Here we go. Here we go. I, I don't know it that well. Come on. AFC, NFC. Come on. Give me some words. The Tennessee Titans. Oh, okay. So you got a bit of Derek Henry. Yep. Number one seed in the season just gone. Correct. And got bounced by Joe fucking Moneybags Burrow, man. So, here we, the Tennessee Titans. They've made the playoffs last four seasons. Including a number one seed. Yep. Really, really good side. 
Bit of Ryan Tanner, who was the quarterback. Yep. But Derek Henry, he run that ball down your mouth, Dylan. Yes, he does. He run it down. So, Jacko, there you go, mate. Go out and buy a Derek Henry jersey. Yep. Let's see if you can commit to the process. I reckon Jackson would run harder than Derek Henry on a Saturday night, though. Yes. Yes. So, Derek Henry's like, what, 6'4"? Six, six, yep. Big boy. Very big. Runs down like a bloody seam train. Yep. Jackson White. Few beverages. Sprinter. There you go. <laughs> Okay, let's get into our first thing for the day because, like I said, we have a lot to go through. Yep. Mm, how fucking King, good. King Cox and the yep. Barty Party. Yep. Australian flavour, Australian Sunday. Yep. It's fucking good. Like, the thing I'm proud about... So, we speak about being safe on this pod quite often, Dil. Safety. Uh, safety. We talk about that a fair bit with our cricket. But... To hear that Ash Barty is paying three fifty to win the Australian Open, I said it. Yeah, I said house. Yep, yep. Like, look, I might call house a few times on this pod, <laughs> but yeah. if you had to put your house on it, you would have got three point seven five times out of your house. I'm going to go out on a limb and say if Ash Barty played like this for the whole Australian Open, and Serena Williams was meeting her in the final, she'd beat Serena Williams straight sets. Yep. Well, she Serena. was what, Where is Serena at the moment? No idea. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, if she's retired, I wouldn't blame her. She's been around for a long time. Um, and I will say before we go any further, this is being recorded right at the start of the men's, yep. so we won't get into the men's. We'll do a little bit of a preview. We're probably going to be like halfway through the first set. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Um, but I'm over the moon. Like, Wait, I put the blowtorch on her. I we, said, yeah, 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 we, we said, did. mate, Ash Barty, you need to win another Grand Slam this year. Um, and in particular, the Australian Open, her yep. home slam. First time, 44 years. Yeah. Unbelievable. Can I be greedy? Yes. Need another one, mate. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but just looking at looking at the tournament just gone, she was like, I'll admit, I didn't watch as much as I would have liked. Sure. Just like, if I'm going to be honest. Just it's not like Wimbledon that it was at night time. Tennis, and you tennis sit in down. general. Yeah, yeah. Like I, like, I tried to watch the Demon games, tried to watch the Barty games. Yeah, yeah. Tried to watch the doubles. Yeah. Just a lot of Tough. time. Tough. A lot of time. Not, not a lot of um, spare time, I yeah. guess. But from what I'd seen... And I did watch last night. I watched a set and a half of last night before yep. I had to drive. Yep. She was just clinical. Yeah. She get, she she gets what she wants. Yeah. And she doesn't she doesn't try to be slick. Mm. She just she's one of those players. You can almost say, you can almost say Novak like where she's just robotic. She just puts it where she wants, and nobody can stop her putting it where she wants. Doesn't make mistakes. That's right. And. Makes her opponent work. Yep. Where it seems like that she's not working anywhere near as hard. Yep. Um, the thing for me, and I was spewing, I didn't really get to watch it, but I remember being at cricket yesterday, seeing Barty win 6-3, and then being down 1-5 in the second. I'm, yeah. sitting there, I'm sitting there just going, fuck, this is a little bit of Wimbledon all over yeah, again. I was, just like, going, I was like, Ash, yeah, come on. I was on. like, all right, that's all good, Ash. Reset, go again in the third. Um, and then we, you know, our game finished, and my phone just started blowing up with Twitter. Uh, party, 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 party. And mm-hmm. I was like, mate, that was only like 15 minutes ago yeah. when the second set should have been over. She yeah. must have won the third six, six zip to come back and win 7-6 and dominate the tiebreaker as well yeah. um, and not lose a set the whole tournament. Yeah. Um, that's what a number one player does. And, that's what the number one player does. And Danielle Collins was an interesting matchup too because yeah. bit of power she likes to biff it. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. She likes to biff it. So there was a stat beforehand, um, the backhand slice, Ash loves the backhand slice. Yeah. 84%. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, not 84% of her shot is the backhand high percentage, slice. High percentage. High percentage. Danielle's was four. So right. completely just polar yeah. opposite players. Yeah. But it's just... Oh, that's the thing. It was like there was pressure on her to clearly win it. But going forward now, it's like you've won Wimbledon. You've won the Australian Open. Now it's the perfect segue to almost set up your, your She's won the French as well. Oh, sorry. She has won the French. Yep, yep, yep. Has she won the French? Yeah, won the French. Are you sure? Yep. Oh, jeez, this is right, Matt. Go Dob- check that, man. Yeah, I'm going to double check. You talk, I'll double check. Yeah, okay. Um, Sam Stowe's just won the French, I think. Oh, my word. Let's, yeah, let's, 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 not get, let's not get carried away here. But going forward for Ash, this is a perfect time for her to set up her she legacy. She absolutely won the French. Absolutely. So she's won three. Yes. Yep. Fuck. Cobber. Yeah. That's what it's all, all Matt. I was sitting there just going, you've got to hunt for number three. No. I've got to be a bit better So, than that. but that's the thing. Ash... Is was, okay, let's let's go future. Yep. I'm gonna go out there, Dill, and you love going out there. She wins all four this year? Is there a 
mate, what's the chance? I I was just about to say. She's won the French. It's not like it's... She dominated it's this. It's not like Federer that you go, yeah, you back him on hard court, you back him on grass, but not going to win the French because that's, you know, completely different terrain. Yeah. Mate, loves the backhand slice, clearly. That's very much a clay shot. Mm. Could we be talking about... Oh, I just want her to beat Margaret Court, mate. 24. Yeah. Look, that's that's insane, that's 24. That's in Barty, Barty Arena. But that's the thing. She's only 25. Yep. Like, we don't want to go too far ahead, but looking already a few months into the future, mm. she, if there is a time for her to take all four, it's this year. Yeah. She, like, you just can't underestimate how how incredibly dominant she was in this. Yeah. In this Pull the piss, mate. I think it was, she'd only dropped... Oh, I don't know the stat. Yep. Her stat was 20 and the record was 19. Might have been games. It was games. To that point, before yesterday's match, she dropped 20 games. That's fucking ridiculous. The record was 19. So she almost broke the record. Um, She's paying paying 450 to win the French. Yep. And it's a bit of competition is... Swedek, the number nine seed Sweet from Poland, tech, yeah. she's $5, um, and Simona Halep's paying sixes, yeah. and then you get into the 11s. Well, that's the thing. All these other tennis, all these other female tennis players around her yep. are just so out of form at the moment. And, you know, they're losing to lower seeds constantly. They're, they're you know, it's like, it's Barley and then the rest are just killing each other. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. So, hey, she's the top dog right now by a long way. And, you know, she can really make her mark this year. What, the one knock on Barty has been, and it's probably been because she hasn't played a lot of consistent tennis um, throughout her whole life, really, playing cricket a fair bit and a little bit of footy as well on the side. Does Barty win another Grand Slam this year? Yes or no, Dylan? Yes, 100%. Yes. Does she win two? Yes. You reckon? Yep. That's a big call. Yep. She is the unanimous number world number one. Yep. So. She, she wins. She... <sighs> Like I said, we put a lot of pressure on our girl because we want her to succeed. We want her to be the best. Mm. She needs to win two this yeah, year. Yeah, she does. Just keep it going, love. I, I, oh, just, I can see her losing Wimbledon again. Mm-hmm. I can see her losing Wimbledon. Like She might get a game where she's facing a really strong serve. You never know how the draw might end up. But I'd love her to win the US. Like She'd probably be the first. I'll have to go do a fact check, but one of the few Australian players to ever win... All four. I'd like to see if Margaret Court actually won all of them. Yeah, she did the Grand Slam. She did the Grand she Slam? She did four out of four, yeah. Bitch. Yeah, I know. Yeah, not Sorry. a fan of Margaret Court, as you can probably tell. But the doubles. Yep. The special Ks. Special K. Do you feel bad for Ebden and whatever the other bloke's name is? Uh, Parcel? Purcell. Purcell. Do you feel uh, bad for them? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Why? Uh, just because it's just the... You never want to see an, an Aussie uh, lose. Mm. But um, I didn't watch the match because I was playing at the time. Yep. But... What was the crowd like? Was it pretty like bit of vocal? Yeah, bit about it, mate. But they, like, it was heavily in favour of the special case. It, it was, yeah. but I don't think it was as bad as it had been. No, which no. is which is good. So that was my one fear. My one, my one, not fear. My one like worry was that the special K crowd was just gonna, you know, show yeah. up in numbers again. And these Aussies that you know, it, it's not like if Ebden and Persa were in the final up against somebody else, mm. we would be barracking so yeah, hard we would, for them. We would, we would. So the fact that just because Special K was in there, we were just going to be like, ah, oh, fuck them. I wasn't really a big fan of that. So I'm glad they got a bit of crowd support. Yep. Um, but yeah, Special K's have just unlocked something. Would, and it's been, I've, I don't know where I sit on this. If you're Kokonakis and Kyrgios, would you continue to play doubles together for the re- like for a fair period of time? Yes, you have. they have to. Why? Well... They're not succeeding in the singles. Sure. And they just, like I said, they just un- they may have just unlocked something, mm. you know, that could, you know, at the end of the at the end of the day, it's like we all all those tennis players strive for the number for the singles. Yep. But if you can go out and end your career with four yeah, Grand yeah, Slam yeah. doubles, yeah, hey, that's four. The thing I love about Kyrgios, people saying he's matured a fair bit and he's grown. I up. disagree. I agree with you. He's still. How can I put it? He's an enigma. He's an entertainer. Always of course. Has been. But the thing I love with this for Kyrgios's legacy is that playing doubles, guess what you got to be, Dil? I tell you, mate. you got to be pretty unselfish at times. Yep. It's not all about you. Mm-hmm. All right? It's about you and the other bloke on the on the court playing with you. Yep. It's teamwork, like you exactly pointed on there before. So for everyone to think that... I think Kyrgios has been quite um, misinterpreted. He's an entertainer. But is he selfish? 
I think that narrative's starting to be rewritten a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, singles, mate, you've got to be. How many people have been? Uh, a, well, how can I put up? In the contention to win Grand Slam singles, and then had the ability to go and win doubles. Not many. Grand Slam, not many. So, yeah, I don't know. I. Especially that mature comment you made. I, I, I don't like think he's said, mature, but I don't, I don't think, think he's, think he's mature selfish. at all. As much as, as much as we love um, post-match interviews where he's swearing mm. and he's saying, "Let's you know, girls come out and get special yeah, K," yeah. and as much as it's funny, yeah, that's not mature. I don't mind it because Look, we, I, we I know in, we live in a generation, we live in a world where it's all about expressing yourself and it's who you are. So. I'm all for that. And we'll get into the men's final soon. But like some of Medvedev's comments, I actually don't mind what he said. I don't like what he said, but I don't mind that he said it. Mm. Because it allows us as the consumer to get an insight as to who they are as human beings. Yep. And as people. So therefore, we can then make our, just, um, make our interpretation on whether or not they're pricks or we like them or not. If you've got fucking stand up there and you just go, yeah, no, I really enjoyed the game. Thanks to my opponent. It's generic answers like we've seen for many, many a year. Yep. It's pretty hard. You just don't like Roger Federer because he's a really good tennis player. Or you don't like Rafa Nadal because of X and Y, Z. Instead of actually not liking the person. A lot of people don't like Novak because he's a prick. Mm. Because he speaks his mind and he's Serbian. We don't like Serbians. Fair. So, but over the moon for the special K duo. Don't think they'll ever win another Grand Slam again. First... Uh, doubles pair to win the Grand Slam after not being seeded and coming from a wild card. Yep. Fun fact for you there, Dil. That is a fun fact. Men's preview. Medvedev, Nadal. Yeah, well, I, I've been on Medvedev. Um, I said Medvedev before the tournament started, yep. so I'm on him still. Um, a part of me doesn't Go. want Nadal to win because he'll go 21 and he'll go above Fed and Novak <laughs> and I don't like that. Um, but I've, I said it earlier as well. I think if no, Nadal wins this, this could be one of his greatest ever slam wins. Yeah, great. Despite the other two not being in it. Just because of, you know, last year he barely stepped forward on tennis court, riddled with injuries. Yep. He's now 36. All these young guns are meant to be fit and firing and, mm. you know, not losing their mental state in the third round. He has been. That was Zarev, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That was, he was and, and Rublev. Yeah, and Rublev. But, like, Rafa was very fortunate in regards to the draw. So fortunate to verse Berrettini. No, I know Berrettini pushed him in the end, but um, to have Berrettini face him in the semi-final, you could comfortably say Rafa's going to win that game. But for Sissipas in the Medvedev game, well, that was that was a tough matchup for Medvedev. Mm. And then obviously the one before that with Felix, um, the Canadian, whose last name I just call him Double A Battery. Double A. Uga. Uga Alisim. But I call him Double A. Felix Double A. That's fair. Yep. Um, so I can see Rafa. Giving it right up to Medvedev here. Yeah. Have you got the score on you by any chance? Uh, not just yet, but I yep. see the. I actually see Berrettini. I feel like he is going to be the Kainishikori of this next generation. Okay. I cannot see Matteo Berrettini winning a slam. Okay. However, yep. If you look at, if you look at, so he's twenty five. Yep. You look at Kainishikori when the big three were dominating. He was always. Next to his name was always a four or five or a six or a seven. Yeah, yeah. He was always up there. But Kainish Corey, who was a fantastic tennis player, his greatest finish in any tournament is the quarterfinals. Yep. So No, no, no. He made a final against uh, Marion Cilic. Made US a Open. final? Made a final. US Open, Marion Cilic and Kainish Corey. Cilic won it. You're 100% correct. 2014. Yep. yep. But that's where I see Berrettini. He's always going to challenge you. You're going to see Berrettini. You're going to go... Oh, this could be challenging, but then your Medvedevs, your sissy yeah. buses are yeah. going to walk over him. So yeah. that's how I see it. But I, it was still a good win. Really good call that. Um, I think he's, yeah, top draw. Top draw call from you. I reckon he's a fantastic tennis player. But, mate, go win your ATP events, mate. Yeah, yeah. Go, that's go win legit. the ATP Moscow. And know, go win fucking whatever. We'll finish tennis on the score. Um, one game apiece, 40-40 in Nadal serving. So Beautiful. Medvedev... It's obviously, you know, this game's already been going for just 15 quick, minutes. They've won on, one game. Just on Medvedev, obviously you would have heard his comments. Yep. I've given my thoughts previously. What do you, do what you spe- like the man? What specific you, comments? So, obviously how he treated the, the ref, yep. or the, should I say the chair umpire, mm-hmm. um, and his previous comments about not feeling respect um, from the crowd in the Kyrgios matchup. So, uh, so, which ones? So, there was a couple. So, the ref won... I was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, I know. Genuinely. Like, 
He was genuinely like, it was like he was the mob boss telling the guy that owes him money to look at me before yeah. I kill him. Yeah, like, I, yeah. I, it wasn't a good look. No. that I, I wasn't a fan of that. Um, I didn't mind telling the crowd to have a bit of respect for once. Sure. Um, heavy, then, I don't mind the comment because it was heavily Australian crowd, but Novak has had to deal with that his whole career. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then the last one was the low IQ. Yep. He said something about low yeah, IQ, but I think, yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really get that. So the thing for me is, like I mentioned earlier, I don't mind these authentic comments, rightly or wrongly, or what they said. Yep. But allows me as a consumer to make up my mind. And guess what, Danny Medvedev is? He's a fuckhead. <laughs> He's a fuckhead. Who's Basically, more of a fuckhead, him or Nova? Ah, uh, Novak's got more runs on the board. Yeah, I was going to say actually, right, longevity. So longevity. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of different incidents, yeah. but Medvedev's Djokovic 2.0, mate. It's quite obvious. He, he is. He really is. He's a robot on the tennis court. Doesn't make many mistakes. Yep. Really good tennis player. Yep. But like, Wait, what, really, really what, flawed personality. All right. What was the worst look? Screaming at the ref or throwing your racket into the empty crowd at the Olympics? Um, I think actually throwing the. Oh, you're a dog. No, no, you're no, because that, that's more of an international stage at the Olympics. That's like spirit of the game, yeah, yeah. sportsman kind of stuff. But that's so Russian. Look at me. Look at me. Look at, Look at me. Full like Bane and shit. Yeah, fucking oh. Um, yeah, so he'll, he'll go down as another Novak and you can see, and I'm a scissor pass man myself. One hand, backhand, that just gets me going, mate. Really just. Greek. Like, yeah, Greek. Euros. Stephanos. Yeah, Stephanos. Like, Pass took me two years to actually figure out how to pronounce his last name. <laughs> this, so there's, Silent there's, T. There's a bit of struggle behind that, all right? The learning and education. Yes, we're all um, about education here. Yeah, so he'll, he'll, Sissipas will end up being my Federer, um, and yeah, Medvedev will end up being that Novak man. Absolutely. Okay, another another win. Fucking for such us, a heavy, heavy for, contact for tonight. us in particular, because yeah. we obviously want, love the Aussies to win, and then we love it when Perth win. Yes. We're the BBL champions. And this dickhead that's not sitting here Kobe. picked it. Liam or Kobe? Again. Liam? Kobe. Oh, okay. Kobe picked it again. What, what did Liam pick? Moving on. <laughs> he got it. He picked the Scorchers. He did. And once again, he picked it because he had nothing else to say. Yep. And the other thing is, is that next week when he brings it up, because he will, because he's a dickhead, like he's, him and Medvedev are pretty similar personality. Both oh, absolute shit. fuckheads. Like, look shit. at me, Turbo Kobe. Um, we're not allowing him to speak in regards to the Perth Scorchers next week. Is okay, that, can well, we agree on that? Shit, that's a big call. Mate, he made his call and this was his opportunity. Right, we don't bring up old news. Next week, the Perth Scorchers winning the BBL, rightly or wrongly, is old news. It is. But this week, it's second on the agenda behind tennis. Yes. How nervous were you when we were 4.30 and we won the toss and battered? So, I think so, we won the toss, yeah. So I'll, I'll t- I'm going to take you through the wickets. Please. Right? First one. Curtis Patterson. Curtis Patterson cross... What was he, six? Fourth crossback shot out of five balls? Yep. I was like, mate, like I said before, he you may have just undone this season of work. That's fair. I then look at Josh Inglis. This was my most frustrating out of the four. It was it? Yep. That's very interesting. Yep. yep. Because, so, we've seen the pitchers over east for the T20 cricket yep. have jagged a bit. Sure. We saw it when Agar, who did who did he take like three or four against? And he was jagging it. Yeah. The pitchers have been jagging. One of the only people on this fucking country, on this planet, that can actually turn a left-hand finger spinner is Stephen O'Keefe. I have to strongly disagree with you. Why the hell are you dancing down to Stephen O'Keefe trying to hit against the spin through a gap in mid-wicket? Stephen O'Keefe has been quoted to say he doesn't turn the ball. He's now turned the ball a lot. <laughs> that was... It was just the why you... D- against the spin, trying to just dink it in the mid-wicket, I was pissed. Mitch Marsh. Oh, which, which No, so this is the thing for me, is right. Bison came in, two down for not many. Oh, the Bison. He's faced one ball from Nathan Lyon. And guess what that first ball he did with it? He hit it, it down for fucking long on throat. Yes. Mitchell. Completely understand that you've had a fantastic T20 season. Just, just facing one more. Well, face another ball, mate. Well, it was even, mate, even the the balls before that. He was nought off eight. Yeah, trying yeah. to hit it over Kerr's head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you try to do what English try to put it in the mid wicket for a one? Yeah, like yeah. yeah. It was just, and then Munro. That was just that was the icing on the cake. Yep. 
We needed a bit of stability. Yep. And Colin comes out and says, Nah, not, not, not my go, mate. What? You know why? I'm Kiwi. No one says stability. I'm sorry. Nothing says stability like a reverse sweep. Yep. And it's and there's a reason, Dill. And this is also targeted at other people who are Kiwis li- who listen to this pod. Cool. All right. Outside of rugby, mate, what have you won? You haven't won a World Cup cricket. All right. And it's a proof you're you're tackling Munro personally here. In a way. Yep. And New Zealand cricket. Yep. Your players aren't winners, mate. You're just good blokes. That's what you are. Just good blokes. Regular season players. Yeah. Then when it gets down to the nuts and bolts, nah. No good, mate. But no, no I I um I was very nervous. Yeah. But I did say at the time, I was like, if there if there's anyone I want at the crease right now, it's yeah. it's Turner and Evans has been in great form. Have you did you see the quote that Voju said after the final on Laurie Evans? Oh, about how um, I only play... No, I've played five and five I've been man in that three times. Yeah. yeah. So, I would have liked to know that beforehand. Yes. Um, but everyone at the start of the season was going, who's this, who's this fucking Evans bloke? He's mm. shit, no good, rah, 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 30 off 30, like your mate Bancroft. Mm. But struggling early doors, but he's, he's a reason why that he's an shot. international. That shot over cover. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. But it wasn't like... Shut it was No, but it wasn't your traditional, like... Hold? No. It's like a, a, a... Yeah, like yeah. A, you know what I explain, mean? Like, explain to the audience still. You're going like, you know what I mean? No, no, I want some words. I want some fucking... Well, your traditional shots over cover, it's like straight out of the middle, your face, your bat face is still facing cover. I hope everyone's and getting a And you're holding it. You're yeah. holding the shot. Yeah. Your bat face is still facing cover. Yeah, elbows whereas, nice and high. Correct. Whereas his was like a little bit of a... It was a little bit of like a... A whip. A whip. And the bat has then... <laughs> Followed through, and he stood there with like elbows at, mm. almost like in a baseball pose. Sure. It was just odd, so but beautiful. What I want our listeners to do now is to go back and watch the whole Scorchers game just to get this one little minute of Laurie Evans's shot over cover. Yep, and see if it matches up with uh, Dylan's visual. Or sorry, should I say verbal description? Yes, I would yeah. like that, and I would like how many out of ten I got for that description. But like, they were they were fantastic, Turner and Evans. Oh, they absolutely. were absolutely brilliant. And the thing I loved about it is that they could have gone one or two ways. Everyone, honestly, the old Scorchers, I reckon, under JL would have been all right, boys. Let's knock it around. Let's get to one twenty. Yep. Right, let's get to 120, 130, and then back our bowlers to win it, especially being down four for 30. But um, the next five overs, they were going at 11s. Yes. Yep. And didn't really seem like they were taking too much of a risk. Like, Turner was sweeping the hell out of um, Lyon, and Evans was just biffing him. And that was the that was the joy of having, what, a bloke who bats five and six. Hundred percent. Um, with their experience. So and Turner for it to be his hundredth BBL match for the Scorchers as well, first bloke to ever do it for the Scorchers. And then with the ball, that was just clinical. Yeah. That was I was just happy that the best team in the tournament won. We take out the whole Scorchers thing. Yeah. Um it would have been nice to see the strikers actually win. I reckon they would have probably given it a little bit more of a crack over the Sixers. The Sixers didn't take four for thirty. We fucked it up at the start. Mm-hmm. Let's be clear on that. Yeah. Um but hey, we win another championship, another title. Yep. And um, yeah, fuck. And I guess the other thing, surely we can't have another year of this, COVID-wise. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can't. So we've said before it needs to be shorter. Yep. And that would help everything. Yep. I have a prop a, prop- a, uh, proposal. a proposal for you. Now look, Hayden, I'm not on the Cricket Australia board. I do not know how this would work with sure. contracts, but. Would you like to see... Steve Smith's pack, no. Would you Sorry. like to see a... Obviously, we want it to be two or three weeks. Mm. We feel like it could be like a you play every second day kind of thing. Yep. A draft-style comp. Sort of similar to the IPL. The IPL is more you retain a few players and then bid. Auction. Auction. Auction, wise. sorry. Yep. Where I'm talking fully, you select three players to... Headline your franchise. Everybody yep. else goes into a pool. The last gets the first pick. Would you? Would you like to see? Something I would like be that? all for it. Yes. I would be all for it. Um, but the only way that's going to happen is if the whole BBL becomes franchised. Yeah, it's the only yeah. way it would happen. Um, but they need to like let's go back to without doing too much of a drastic call like you just recommended. Just go back to the first few seasons of BBL when everyone just played each other once. Yeah. Yep, keep it. Every match is really, really important. You don't dilute the product. If you really needed to, and COVID was ravaging many states, you only need like three, 
three-week period over Christmas, bring everyone into a bubble, and you play every second day, you get all your fixtures done, get your finals done, you're done in three weeks. Yeah. Because um, Rashid, like even players like Rashid Khan, had to go. who had to go play for Afghanistan, yeah. said in an exit interview, oh, it would be nice if the comp wasn't so long because yeah. I have to leave now. Yeah. So, um, and it needs to be more relevant. And yeah, that's, and the other thing too, they've opened up more international spots. But because it's so long, you can't get players of decent quality to commit to it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it needs a serious look at. Yeah. Um, but fuck it, deal, we won. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and the funny thing is the draft style thing completely takes away from what the Scorchers have been good at, and that's yeah. home-grown Bit talent. of money but, ball. But money like, ball. Could, could yeah. you imagine if, like, next year on the Brisbane on the Brisbane Heat, it's Wade, Henriquez, Mitch Marsh? Like, mm. just like just completely anarchy. Yeah. Everyone's playing for a new side, and we're just like, let's rock and roll. But hey, yeah. that's that's a pipe dream. That's what yeah. that is. Imagine, like, just the, they just do the franchise stuff and just go Perth Panthers. Perth Panthers. Perth Panthers, and we got Dre Russ, Chris Gale, Brendan McCullum. Please. I'd fucking watch that Please. Shit. Give me some Ricky Ponning again. And by players, I mean, please give me that. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, we're going to move on from that one now. We are now going to cover some NFL. Oh. So, last, last week, so we're obviously, we're late. Yep. Because these games happened last Sunday morning. Yep. Sorry, Monday morning. Yeah. So, they're over a week old. However. Dylan. That is some of the greatest... NFL we have ever seen. Some it of the is, greatest. It is single-handedly the greatest NFL weekend of all time. Yep. It's single. You have four games on, four, and all four came down to the final possession of the game. Yep. Unbelievable, mate. Unbelievable to see. We'll go through each of them. Joe Burrow to do what he did against the Tennessee Titans away. Yep. First time making the AFC Championship in 33 years, and only in the second year of. The league, second yep. year since he's been drafted. And they're known as the cheapest organisation in the comp. They don't even have an indoor facility deal. Who? The Bengals. Really? They don't have an indoor facility. That's how cheap they are. So for him to carry him in year two is just unbelievable. Um, big question marks on Jackson White's Tennessee Titans as to what they're going to do going forward. Um, yeah, it was a weird one to see how they got to number one seed without um, Derrick Henry for so many weeks. But... What was the biggest surprise for you, Dill, ever over that weekend of NFL? Oh, easily. And the funny thing is, the stats show that probably it shouldn't have been easily my biggest um, thing. But sorry, my biggest takeaway. Yep. But the Niners beating the Packers. I'm pretty sure I said on this pod last week, there's no way the Packers lose. Yeah, I- there's no way the Packers lose. And they, Aaron Rodgers, mate, is a myth. Yeah, he is a myth. Yeah. I mentioned Joe Burrow. I thought it should be the MVP. Yeah. Because Brady's now out, Rodgers now out, young kids in the AFC Championship game. It counts for something. Yeah. And Rodgers was a flake. Absolute flake, mate. He played safe, didn't he? Yeah. He played safe. And then people hate um, Jimmy G, the quarterback for the San Fran 49ers. But on that final drive down for them to get to field goal range, he balled out, mate. Yeah. He was brilliant in zero degree weather. Yeah. And the thing is, like, depending on how much you hate him, sometimes... It's a bit rough to be like, I hope this person doesn't succeed or whatever. Sure. But you look at Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah. He, people have said he's got the greatest arm in the history of the NFL. Yeah. Arm. Yeah. Like QB talent. Yep. Because we know Brady's the GOAT. Yep. But our man Shannon Sharp on with Skip Bayless yep. proclaims that Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback quarterback of all time. Yep. He has a, he has a Super Bowl. Mm. So even though he might have not have fulfilled his career potential, he still won the Almighty. He's won the Super Bowl. Mm. Part of me wishes he never did. But for me, because oh. now he just he just gets away with shit like this. Nah, I don't think he does. He's that good, and he's he won last year's MVP. He did, and he more than likely is going to win this year's. He did. He may. And both times his team's been the number one seed. They are. Yep. Or were. They were. And mate, they got absolutely trounced in. The NFC backyard. Championship last year. Yep. By the 49 Oh, sorry, by um, shit. Who beat them last year? Tampa Bay mm-hmm. beat them or whenever it was, and then not long before that, it was the 49ers as well. Yep. So it's like, bro, you're the cute. Brady pulls through. Joe Burrow pulls through. Jimmy G pulls through. Why can't you? Why can't you, Aaron? Yep. But he flight and he's unvaccinated, so no wonder why he didn't win. <laughs> yes, that's right. So moving on to the next game. 
Tom almost did it again. Yeah, he did. He almost did it again. And I would like, I was happy for him to lose just because, like, I I, I want to see the Rams. So mm. I want to see what else they can do. Yeah. But when the comeback happened, I was like, I now want to see Tom Brady win again. Yep. 27 to 3. Yeah. Yeah. And you got 27 all. Yeah. And then the one person that you should probably guard when Rams are trying to get in the field goal range with no time left yep. is Cooper Cup. Yeah, have the you guy that before that guy who's like nearly broken every record this year for receiving yards for the Rams. Yeah, yeah. you maybe want to cover him. Yeah, he's sort of been really good all yeah. year. Um, but like the Rams before the half, the fumble, um, Cam Akers fumbling. He never fumbles that man. Yeah, um, Cooper Cup fumble. It was as well. all going right for the. It was. It, it was. But it the was thing, the fairy tale. It was but, meant to be. Yeah, but the thing I loved and. Entering the playoffs, there was so much pressure on Matt Stafford, the QB for the Rams. Yep. He, for those that don't know, he was traded in from the Lions last year, and he had never won a playoff game. Uber talented quarterback, but his whole organization was fucking broken. Like, Detroit were, are broken. They were so bad in all forms of sport. Everything. I think they've been through like eight coaches over the last like ten years or something. Yep. Something outrageous. Anyway, he's come to the Rams and never won a playoff game. Won the first one. Well done, mate. Come up against Brady here, and he didn't shit the bed. Yep. It was not the reason why Tampa Bay got back into the game. So kudos to him. We're going to a Rams versus 49ers uh, NFC Championship game. Obviously, the winner goes through to the Super Bowl. San Fran injured. A few question marks on who's going to be healthy, who's not going to be healthy. Yep. Rams going fully fit. Sean McVay. You've got Aaron Donald killing it. Cooper Cup, Cam Akers. Who's your pick deal for the NFC Championship to make it all the way through? Are you going to go an upset in San Fran, or do you? San Fran's had the number over the Rams. Yes. Uh, no, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it safe and back the Rams. Yep. I, well, I put I picked them in the preseason. Yep. So I'll, I've got to stick with them. Um, and on the other side of the ball, geez, we didn't even speak about the best game of friggin' probably the weekend, mate. No. So the Bills and the Chiefs. That mate. was absurd. That was unbelievable. So that started at four thirty. So I only watched the second half. No, it started. No, started later. Started later. Seven thirty was. Yep, yep. Yep. I only watched the second half. Mate. And that was absurd. Yeah. So I've got a stat for you here. Go, please. So you know, if people have watched the Ashes, yep. you know how there was predict viz or predict yes, win yes. viz or whatever yes, it was? win viz. Win viz. So obviously if if England are nine for 90, chasing 5,000 on yep. day three, what do you think their pre- win viz is? Jeez, it'd be 0.00001. Yep. So the Chiefs, four times in their playoff history with yep. Pat Mahomes, they have fallen below 5% win viz. Yep. So whatever the score was, whatever the time was, they gave them a 4.99 or lower percent chance to win. Yep. Four times. Yep. Mahomes in those four games is 3 and 1. That's you want you want to know what the rest of the NFL is since 2018? Please. 1 and 38. Man, that's some fucking that's some bloody uh, top draw analysis. 1 really. of 38 and Mahomes is and the thing is it's like what do you want to talk about it? Do you want to talk about how Mahomes is just getting the Chiefs into that, into those situations, or how he can just fucking do it over and over and over again? He's for a those, freak. He's a freak. He is a freak. For those that don't uh, didn't watch the game or aren't aware what the hell we're freaking talking about, the Bills versus the Chiefs, two heavy offensive teams. Um, Bills was, got a good defense though. Yeah, Bills are pretty good. Pat Mahomes showed Josh up. Allen, the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, is almost a poor man's Patrick Mahomes. He's a big boy who can run, throw, does nearly everything really well. Would have been about two minutes to go, and the Chiefs uh, scored a touchdown to put him up by four. The Bills then had two minutes to make their way all the way down the end um, and put themselves into the AFC Championship. Yep. The Bills go all the way down, boom, 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 and they score a touchdown, they kick their extra point, and up they down. go up by three points with 13 seconds left. Yep. 13 seconds, deal. 13. Yep. I will say this one, one thing. The Bills actually fucked the game. Mm. When they kicked off, there's two yes. things that usually happen. Yep. When you kick off with your kicker to restart the game, a lot of teams kick it out of bounds. All right, and therefore, if you kick it out of bounds, the ball starts Sorry, at a certain out the spot. the back of the end zone. Yeah, back of the end zone. Yep. It starts at a certain point every single time. The 25-yard yep. line. But if you kick it in play, uh, and you don't kick it out the back, then obviously you waste a little bit of time because, on the clock. Because once someone's going to catch it, yep. the, the clock starts. Yep. So And they can drop a knee straight away, yep. but that still is at least one or two seconds off the clock. For sure. All right, and what the Bills did, they kicked it, and they kicked it out of bounds. Yep. If they kicked it in... Might have wasted four or five seconds off the clock. Yeah. All right? And I guarantee you that the Bills would have just 
seeped out and just let him run as much as he could. Yeah. Um, so that was, I know we're talking about seconds here, but it's the little things, little moments. No, but it was NFL. literally seconds. Yep. So Mahomes had to go. So it was on the twenty-five to get into field goal range. Is 45, the forty-five of 45. the other of yep. the other teams? Yep. So it's a forty-yard gain. Yep. Minimum in thirteen seconds. And he did it in two throws. Threw a dart to Tyreek Hill. Yep. Called a timeout. Threw an absolute dart. To Travis Kelsey, who yep. post game said he didn't wrong he, route. He ref, no, he, oh, re, he yeah. just refused to right to wrong sorry. to right to run. <laughs> he refused to run the route. Say that fast three times. Yep. That he was told to because yep. he knew what the Bills' defense was going to do. Yep. And he was exactly right. He went down the middle, which was wide open. Please explain. Yeah, yeah, please. Why it's wide Travis open. Kelsey talking about someone who Mahomes is probably going to target late in the game. Six five two. Yeah. 280, whatever big, he is. Very deal mason like. Correct. Yeah, big frame. And he gets down, calls timeout, three seconds left. Still a long kick. Yeah. It's but a Bucker, the kicker, is one of the best kickers going around. Yep. Biggest long kicker. And he flushed it, mate. Yeah, he did. One final thing on the NFL before we move forward. Well, I might I have one more, so maybe I'm I think not sure. I know this one it might be. What might it be? Overtime. Yes. That's what so, I'm talking about. So but, it went into overtime. But for those that don't know NFL very well, correct. If I'm a team if I'm the Chiefs and Dill's the Bills. We meet at the end of overtime, at the end of regulation, and Dill we calls heads. Coin. We toss a coin. Heads, heads. It is. It's tails. Sorry, it is tails. So therefore, I pick. Yes. I pick as the Chiefs. I decide to take the ball. Yep. Therefore, Dill has to defend, but Dill gets to pick which way you know you have to go. But the rules of engagement in the NFL is, if I score a touchdown on the first possession, not a field goal, a touchdown, game's over. If you get a field done. goal. The yep. other team gets a chance. Yep. And therefore, people are saying if you score a touchdown, the other team should have a crack at getting a touchdown as well. Where do you sit on it? So, I, I'm honestly yep. conflicted. Sure. I'm like right in the middle. Right. Because a part of me wants to then see Allen have a chance. Mm. Because, you know, the other team picked to go first. Yep. A part of me wants to see them have a chance. But at the same time... Got to defend. Yeah. So the 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 main comment that I don't like, a lot of people say the coin toss decides the result. At the end of that game, every analyst that doesn't like the you know one and done rule is like the coin tosses decide the result. The coin co- toss did not decide that result. Mm. The Bills defense decided that result by letting the touchdown. Yeah. As much as a part of me wants it that both teams get a shot, the coin toss doesn't decide it. You got to yeah. defend, and if they had a defended. And kept them to a field goal or shut them out. Yeah. they would have had their chance. So. I don't mind it. I'm, I'm happy for the rule to stay. So am I. But the, if there was going to be a change, I don't mind this one. And it's just Colin Cowherd's one. Yep. You know, I'm a bit of a fan of Colin. You Cowherd, are. But I think this actually makes a bit of sense and makes it quite interesting. And I think the home team will be a bit more aggressive. So his theory is, you keep the rule the same as in touchdown, you win. Yep. But the away team. Always starts with it. Really? Because when you play away and it's big in the NFL, the crowd is so loud. They The crowd yells, screams, everything, trying to make sure that it, the offense for the opponent is very, very disrupted. Because as a quarterback, you need to do some adjustments and all that stuff and communicate with your players out in the field. Yep. And it's very, very hard when it's very, very loud. So what do you think about that? Opposing team holds, holds the ball. So the Bills start with it. And when you think about it, the Chiefs have had the upper hand. They've got the home field. Yeah. You know? No, I think I think I'd honestly prefer the coin toss still. Yeah, it's fair. That way, it is like a fair chance. Yeah. Not just oh, they get it because they're away. Yeah. Because then imagine, imagine the first time that rule's brought in and the away team wins, they go, yeah. "Well, the home team, why did yep. they wait?" Yeah. So yep. I'm I'm happy for it to stay the way it is. Like I said, I'm very conflicted though. So. Yeah. And before now, I know I just said before before we move on for NFL. There's actually something else. A lot of media streams today, Dylan. Have come out saying the goat has retired. Yes, but from Brady's mouth himself, or should I say Tampa's mouth themselves, he has not retired. It's one of the strange. It, it I honestly, want some fucking. I want some solidarity. Like, is he retired or is he not? It is one of the strangest things I've ever seen. Yeah, like I'm waking up this morning, going on Twitter, and you've got Bleacher Report. Yeah, you've got um, the Ringer. The Ringer. You've got all these like, you know, pretty, like, well followed. Mm. Media outlets, sure. sat, like congratulating Brady on the retirement. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting there going, "Sorry, has Tom's like, where is this coming from?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then two hours later, we're getting 
Tom Brady has not confirmed nor denied, well, then where the fuck did this first come mm. from that he'd retired? Mm. I don't understand. And if he has retired, we can talk about it next week. I hope he hasn't. I hope he has. He's, he's one of my favourite players of all time, oh, the goat of goat, but we'll talk about it next week when he does retire. Absolutely. Um, last last little bit of agenda for today because it has been a monster. Monster content, like monster content pod. Huge. Massive. Huge. Kobe's missed out. Yes, he has. Um, the all-star starters were announced. NBA. Now, I, NBA. Yeah. Now, I thought that they had announced the full teams, but they haven't. They've, they've only just named the starters. They've just, just named the starters. When did the... Oh, the reserves get announced on the 3rd of Feb. Brilliant. Yeah. That'll be good for our next pod. So, the, you, you want to start with the East? You want to start with the controversy or the non-controversy, mate? Start with the controversy, mate. Start with the controversy. So, that's where I click on the West. Guards, Jar and Steph. No complaints there. Yep. No complaints there. Um, the second guards, first guard spot was always Steph's, even though he's had yep. a massive drop yep. away. Um, the third guard spot was probably going to be a rotation of Jar. Donovan Mitchell or Luca? Jar yep. got it. Brilliant. Actually, I will say something about that about Luca in a minute. Okay. LeBron, good. Yep. Jokic, good. Yep. So who's this? And uh, the last. Oh come on, Dill. Andrew Wiggins. Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins. Former number one pick. Who the fuck is that, mate? <laughs> that that's a farce. That that is honestly that's a disgrace. That is a that's the people's vote. That's a and that is heavily and it's been released that it's been heavily 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 endorsed by the China community. That's so, a disgrace. Um, one of the I think his name is actually Bam Bam. One of their you know the Chinese yes, dancing yeah, yeah. or Korean, Korean should I say yeah um, massive personality over there. He's a massive Wiggins fan. And anyway, I think they broke down the percentages like twenty five percent of the votes for Wiggins came from um, Asia. Yes, so. Yeah. I saw a funny comment, right? So David Stern, who's now passed away, was the long-time uh, commissioner for yep. the NBA. Yep. And someone made a comment like, David Stern would be would come out of his grave before letting Andrew Wiggins be an all-star so starter. But, so here's my question for you. Paul George is injured. Yep. Luca is a guard. Yep. Yep. Devin Booker, guard. Yep. Donovan Mitchell. Guard. guard. Yep. Who's the other forward? Uh, who who can you... If not Wiggins, who? The, the, I'll start off with Draymond... Uh, not Draymond. Paul George. Injured what, should not be selected for Kevin me. Durant. But Durant's played a lot more games than what Kevin Durant. George has played. you got Draymond Green. Yep. you got Carl Anthony Towns. Yep. you got my who my pick, Rudy Gobert. Sure. These players, every player I've named is better than Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, not denying that. But I think for... I like the narrative on... It wasn't like Wiggins beat a fit Paul George. It wasn't like he beat, but he other... beat a fit Gobert, Draymond, and Cat. Yeah, it's just it's. I just honestly think like, I think it's a good story. This is I don't think so. I honestly, if I'm Wiggins, I'm embarrassed. No, not at I all. I am. I am not embarrassed. All star mate. He is probably a reserve spot on the All Star. List yeah, a reserve, yeah. but he's a he's a start. It's but a I great story. But I mate. don't mean NBA. Res- I don't mean the reserve spots that get handed out. I mean the reserve spot for an injury. He's an injury replacement. He's had a good year, mate. Yes, I understand. He's had a good year, and that is what the all star. He's an injury is. replacement it, it at is, max. If we're going, okay. Andrew Wiggins had a good year. Yep. You know who has had a good year? And we'll get into the East soon. Demar Derozan's had a good year. Excellent year. Yep. Based off his career. Yep. Would you say DeMar DeRozan should be a starter in the NBA All-Star team? Based off his career. career. All right, so... Because this is why... So you're pretty much saying... So this is what I'm saying. Pick an All-Star team right now based off careers. No, no, no. I'm what confused. I'm saying is that we're ridiculing, or you're, in my eyes, ridiculing Wiggins for who he is as a player and therefore his career. No, no, mate. He's been good this year, mate. Yeah, but he's, he's not... He's been good. There's been no other forwards, in my eyes, that stand out. And the worst thing about the NBA All-Star team, and especially the starters, is heavily fan-voted. So it's not like the coaches and the other players are going, oh, Andrew Wiggins, fucking, he's a small forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, if we're going to be like Dinkum, Gobert should have made the starting. Mm. But to think that Wiggins is a bum and hasn't had a good year, he has had a good year. I've never said he hasn't had a good year. I've said he's not an All-Star starter, and he might not even be an All-Star in general. He's definitely an All-Star this year. He's definitely an All-Star this year. He's averaging you 18 points. You can't pick Paul George. 
Averaging 18 points, yep, and he's averaging probably six boards, a couple threes. Yep. I reckon he's an all-star this year in the West. Well, I, well that's the thing. We, we, our our, about it, our conversation I... breaks down there because I believe Paul George has played enough games. I don't think so at all. I've had him on my fantasy side so he's played, forever. He's only played a couple less games than LeBron, who's a yeah. star. But name me other forwards that you can't. Booker's not a forward. Mitchell's not a forward. Gobert, let's be Dinkum. He's a center. Cat, center. Yeah, but it's not. It's I know, front I know court. what you're saying. I know what you're it's saying. It's front court. I know not what you're forward saying. Forward and center. It's front court. I know what you're saying. But there's no other forwards out there. It's front court. I, come on, Dill. You know um, what I mean. But I just, I just believe before we get into the East because I'm happy with the East slightly. I've got one problem with it. I the the voting has to change. There has to be something. But it's not just the fans, mate. Players who vote. Players voted. For Kyrie, oh yeah, Ben Simmons, yep, Clay Thompson to start, yeah. Like, how are we meant to get the fan voting to be legitimate? Yep. When the players, do- it has to like, this needs to get to all Australian levels in the AFL. It has to yeah. actually be. It's almost off party people. Off party people need to select it. Yes. Yeah. So you know who I think should select it? Mm. Coaches. I think I, coaches are the most... So this is the thing I disagree. I think it has to be completely off offshore because you've got executives and you've got coaches that are aware of contracts of some of these players. That is true. They need to make an all-star team and they'll earn X amount. But then so, again, the players know that too. I know. I know. It's, it's a tough it's a flawed, one. It's a tough one. It's a, um, the flawed system. But I know we, when we mentioned who we thought was going to be in the East. Yep. Um, I originally had... I'm pretty sure I had Andrew Wiggins in there originally and then I bought Gobert in. Mm. Um... But, like, Kobe and I agreed. We said it would be a fantastic story to see Andrew Wiggins make it. Former number one pick, has found a home in Golden State. He's actually been really, really good this year. Um, you can debate whether or not he's a starter, but he's certainly a worthy all-star participant this year. Yep. And I just want to say before we get into the East, Dylan. Yes. I predicted all five in the did East. You? Yep. I got Trey Young, DeMar DeRozan, Kevin Durant, Giannis, and Embiid. Just want to yep. state that. Everyone yep. was like, no, Trey Young's not a fucking starter. Fuck Trey Young. Fuck Trey Young. Trey Young's a starter, bitch. The all, yeah, the the front court was hands down the easiest one. It was always, and if it wasn't, it was a farce. It was always Durant, Embiid, Giannis. Uh, DeRozan was a lock as well. And <clears throat> I didn't have... A lot of people had Levine or Harden over Trey. Yes, I had Harden because I took into account that... The, the Hawks winning. were not even in, uh, not even in the playoffs. Not even right. in the play-in. Yep. So he was third in the fan. Um, he was third in the player rank. Yep. Levine was second, but he was uh, second as well in the media rank. I'm yep. not a fan of that. I don't. The thing is with try- and then it's my argument with it's the double-edged sword. If Wiggins was playing for last year's Warriors, wouldn't have been an All Star. No. At the same time, you look at Trey Young. Medvedev took the first set 6-2. Ooh, he fucking wrapped over Rafa. But with Trey Young, Trey Young's playing for a, a shit team, but he's having a very, very good statistical year. Com- he's been really good, mate. He's averaging 20, no, I do not deny 25 points, 10 rebounds. Uh, he, sorry. The funny thing is, he's actually, last year, he didn't make the team, Yeah. but his team was better than it was doing right now. Yeah. So it didn't make any sense. Mm. So yeah, for me, I... Always going to have him as a reserve, but wasn't a starter for me. Yep. Yep. Maybe. Is there anyone that you're out of the East and the West, not so much a lock, but someone that you want to see make the reserves? Selected by KD, who's the skipper of the East, and LeBron from the West. Is there anyone that you go, just would like him to be selected? Uh, I'd like, he has fallen away, and this could hurt him, but I was really wanted Jared Allen to get selected. Yep. From the from Jared the, Allen fell away when I traded him to you. Yes, it was unfortunate. <laughs> yep. Um, but hey, I think you had Brandon Ingram for three games. Yeah, and three games, and then, I, then I traded him out. Um, and then from the West, oh, it's a hard one, isn't it? Yeah, out of the well, that's the thing. A lot of the people that are almost dead set, ready to go, I'm not a big fan of. Would you Would you pick Draymond Green over Cat? I think they can both be in there. So at the moment, this is my. Back up. These mm-hmm. were my reserves. Yep. Had Paul George. Yep. Luca. Mm-hmm. Booker. Mm-hmm. Draymond Green, Donovan Mitchell, and Gobert. How many? Paul Wiggins. That? That's six. Well, there's seven. So you get one. Oh, more. there we go. Cat. There we go. Sorry. Does that does that make it? It does make it. Beauty. Yep. Yep. Um, honestly, someone that I'd like to see it, 
and he has missed a couple games, but he's played more than some of the people that have already made it. Would have loved to have seen KP in there. It's a good point. 20 points, yep. 9 boards. He's been fantastic this year. He has been good. Yeah, just needs to be fit. Correct. My man in the East, Darius Garland. Yeah. Would love he's, to see him yep, selected. He's good as well. So he's been fantastic for the Cleveland yep. Cavaliers. Absolutely. And hey, that wraps it up. That was, we're just, we're probably going to tick over an hour after I'm talking this nonsense here, but that was an hour of just hardcore fucking content. No bullshit. No bullshit from Fuckstick. Who used to, who comes every week, and he might not come going forward. I quote, he, "No bullshit from fuckstick." Yeah, no, no bullshit from fuckstick. So I hope Kobe enjoyed today off. Yep. Um, I'm I'm happy to go. Do I know good organisations? The reason why they're good organisations is that they don't let infighting get out into the media, get out into the public. Yep. But fuck it on this occasion. Wow. Kobe needs to pull his head in. This is the second time you've gone in. Yeah, and I'm going again. I'm going again. Okay. All right. So I don't care if you've been on holiday, mate. And I don't care if you have things to do. Pod comes first. Wow. Am I wrong? Wow. Am I wrong? Go All make right. a graphic, mate. No. When was the last time you made a graphic? No. Oh, this is Hayden. Don't you dare, by the way, dear. I can see you turning in your chair here. I if it am, came to me between me I'm and Kobe, man. if it came between me and Kobe, you fucking pick me, son. <laughs> you fucking pick me. This pod is nothing without me. <laughs> Whoa, we're getting hey, very, nice finish. Yeah, nice good finish. finish. Yeah. Getting dictatorship a bit over we here. We did try to feel, find a third person for today. Um, did we not? And if you weren't, if you weren't asked, it means you're not worthy. Yep, there was a few people that were consideration. Like Kane Sarich came close. Yeah. <laughs> Mystic Munt hasn't got a tip right for a fair while. Yeah. So he he was a, a no brainer exclusion. Yep. Um, and we want to keep our pod so Cody Hipper was never coming on. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. We wanted it to stay um, live. We want to stay yeah, live. We do put the E on. We don't want to. We don't want to get cancelled. Yeah, we don't want to get cancelled because we're starting to make money from this thing. And uh, we don't want that to go through the floor. Thanks, yeah, Cody Hipper. Uh, yeah, about that. <laughs> See you guys. See you, boy.